and welcome back to the best 30 minutes of your life. It's your third screen goats, Coach O and the Tim, where jokes are funny and sports are real. In this episode, we are going to cover week one QB starters for a couple different teams, would be named Goat and Woat of the Week, debate of the week between me and Coach O, random sports stuff, and our life hack. So Tim, I, I got a question for you. I, you know, came into an issue this last week and I just have to ask. Does the toilet paper go over or under? So was that from a, did a friend ask you that? An acquaintance. I'm going to go with an acquaintance. Okay, good. Because I was going to say, if he's a friend, you shouldn't be friends with that type of person. One simple answer, it always goes over. I am under the, like, kind of, I live my life by, like, if it does go under, you should be able to sue whoever it is that puts it going under. Okay. So do I need to be writing, like, a postcard to this person and just, like, explaining to him that this is unacceptable or yeah I, I, like what's the next step do i take next step is talk to me um in fact okay. we're talking now so i what yeah, i'll do that's... is i will i will mail you a postcard from denver okay and then send it to you and then you can write a postcard to your acquaintance saying hey things aren't working out for obvious reasons i moved to denver and like if you want to oh. visit me you can't okay okay <laughs> yeah I, so, I'm feeling it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we definitely got to bring the hammer on that one. And uh, yeah, let's. Yeah. That's great. So that, that was good, Caleb. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate your advice there. That's uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be great for me moving forward. Let's uh, let's get into our first topic, uh, the week one starters. So we got a few teams here that we're going to discuss that uh, have QB battles going on um, as we head into the first week of the NFL. And the first team that we're going to talk about are the Chicago Bears. And the two quarterbacks they got going on is Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. And we're going to discuss uh, Justin Fields for a second. And uh, so I'm just going to throw out some stats. And Justin Fields, in his sophomore year at Ohio State, um, completed over 3,200 yards, threw 41 TDs to only three interceptions, had around a 70% completion percentage. Like, the kid has talent. But one question for you, Tim, is the guy never smiles. So does he actually deserve to be a starter? The guy never smiles. He's way too serious. And you can't take someone that serious as serious. Okay. So what I mean by that is when you're too serious, people don't think you're serious. And so like, you can't be super serious and be a starter. Like, yeah. you know, that's my biggest problem with him. <laughs> and yeah. so he, uh, the, the problem, actually the biggest problem I have is that being a Packers fan, I'm actually really worried about him being the starter. <laughs> and I'm say. pretty sure they've already named Andy Dalton the starter. Um, but yeah, I mean, he kind of, you know, he kind of looks like it. I think his, his eye paint, I don't know if he, per- well, he obviously smears it on his face, yeah. um, you know, but so that's kind of my, uh, take on Justin Fields. I'm super yeah, worried he, being a Packers fan. He, he does definitely look the part. His little eye paint, his little chin strap and his cleats and everything, his uh, cleats up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, the guy definitely has talent. Uh, let's get into uh, a few things on Andy Dalton here. Uh, again, I'm going to just give you guys some stats. Um, Andy Dalton's best year was back in 2015, where he threw like 3,200 yards, 25 TDs, uh, seven interceptions, had about a 66 uh, uh, percentage uh, completion percentage. And the most he's ever thrown was about 33 uh, touchdowns in a year. So Andy Dalton's best quality is A.J. Green. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, this yeah. guy is more average than average. 
So the year he threw the Star, 25 yeah. TDs, I'm pretty sure 23 and a half of them went to the Green. <laughs> yeah, and that year I think he had like over 100 um, passer rating. And yeah, so like, I believe. Yeah, he should probably give half of that to AJ Green. Yeah, as a wide least. receiver with a passer rating, uh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> but honestly, like the bigger thing here with um, Andy Dalton is that like red hairs quarter red haired quarterback shouldn't be allowed in the NFL. Uh, yes. Let's be honest. Yeah. So I think to, to end this, you know, I think Andy Dalton is going to be the starter. One more point is that, like, I think the dynamic could be good because Justin Fields, I think, is going to be amazing. Um, and Andy Dalton is a veteran who can kind of, you know, be there for um, mm-hmm. Justin Fields. Um, but hopefully Andy Dalton is a terrible veteran and, like, is good enough that, like, Fields can't get a start, <laughs> but, like, bad enough so they win, like, you know, I don't know. Eight, I, seven. I think the, I think the Bears should just only start Andy Dalton versus the Packers. Me too. So no, but seriously, I, I think um, the Bears actually have a great quarterback duo going on here. Uh, I think Fields has a ton of potential, and Andy Dalton, like you said, is a great veteran. Um, yeah. But let's let's head into our second team, and that is the uh, New Orleans Saints, and we're going to be discussing uh, Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Uh, I think the Saints already named Jameis. Um, but let's let's talk about Taysom Hill for a second. And since this guy, Taysom, Taysom, no, it's, you it's Taysom. Ta- Taysom. Yeah, it's Taysom. No, it's Taysom. Is it really Taysom? No, it's Taysom. Okay. I just I like calling him Taysom because it sounds like cooler. True. Taysom is just a cool name, though. It is, but Taysom is kind of the wild little known fact that him. Taysom is my middle name. Yep. You're yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so since Taysom Hill, um, well, since he kind of blows, let's use his career stats. I can't really give you guys stats. Um, he does have a 70% completion percentage in his career. He's thrown over 1,000 yards, which like 900 of them came last year when Drew Brees got injured. Um, four TDs and three interceptions with a 93 passer rating. So definitely just amazing career stats there. Yeah. phenomenal yeah four tds three interceptions i think well kind of backing taysom taysom sorry hill up a little bit here is that like when drew Brees went down when he got those two starts i think it was only two starts he got but anyway it was two games and he um he was really he was electric to watch he was fun um and he did you know he definitely did everything they asked him um he had you know i think again like 70 percent um completion around there and decent yards as well in both those and i think um, one interception in all in all the in both those games. Yeah. So he can he. I think like the biggest problem with Taysom Hill is his biggest flaw is that he's overpaid. He got this like <laughs> massive contract for like what he's doing, and obviously like you know he like good for him, but and he's that dual threat, but yeah. way overpaid. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Matt Flynn. I mean, is he the next Matt Flynn? Because Matt Flynn had like you know one good game for the Packers, and then went and signed like a massive like 15 million deal with the Seahawks. So yeah, that is a goat contract right there. Very much of a goat contract. So shout out to Matt Flynn and maybe shout out to, you know, Taysom Hill for actually like pursuing that type of career. I mean, also, shout, yeah. Shout out Matt Flynn for like confusing all of us watching that game. <laughs> like, five TDs. What the crap is that? Showing greatness and then just like blowing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's an actual goat. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's again, let's go into our, uh, our second guy who is James Winston. Um, again, here's some stats for you. In 2019, he threw over 5,000 yards, which, random fact, he is one of eight quarterbacks to ever do in the NFL uh, in NFL history. Uh, he threw for 33 TDs, 30 interceptions, and only about an 84 um, 
passer rating there. So I think Jamius, I mean, to me, he's the next Brett Favre. He is a true gunslinger. This guy will, you know, he'll keep the, keep you on the edge of your seat. He's, uh, but the next play, um, like he's so exciting and he's going to do the greatest thing out there. And the next play is just going to break your heart. Like this guy yeah. is out there just like one TV to one interception. Like he's, yeah. he's back, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It definitely reminds me of watching Brett Favre, you know, cause one minute you, you'd have like butterflies in your stomach. Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I can't believe he, you know, completed that or whatever. And then like literally the next drive is like, there's a guillotine on your neck and you're just like scared for your life. <laughs> um, After like 30 interceptions. Yeah, that is outrageous, 5,100 yards. Um, yeah. And, but I think the biggest thing with Jamie is, is everyone knows it, you're all thinking it, what I'm going to say is, did he uh, did he give the best pregame speech ever? Uh, yes. Eat a W. <laughs> eating, a w. Eating, <laughs> eating his fingers. It was funny, his, like, his teammates were, like, looking at him, like, uh, everyone was super confused, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, I, does he deserve to just be a starter just because of his pregame speeches? Like, yes. you know, all the, all the media nowadays, like, we need to put a guy who's going to start who's good with the media. Like, who cares actually about skill? Oh, my gosh. 100%. <laughs> yeah, the media is where it's at. And so we're, we're planning on interviewing him sometime. Yeah, in the next in the couple of years future. when, uh, when or, yeah. Jamie is actually hears about this podcast, we're, we plan on bringing him on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, goat is in our name, so he'll so, probably yeah, hear about it. That soon. is true. Um, so, just to wrap this one up, I think again, I think the Saints have a, a, a great quarterback um, competition going on here. I think T- uh, Taysom Hill ha- brings a, a great dual threat option to the Saints. I just think uh, Jamius is too good not to not to start, and I think they did make the right decision. I've actually always liked Jamius um, coming out of Tampa Bay, um, but. So I think they did make the right decision, but let's head into our third team here, which is uh, the uh, New England Patriots, and they have Cam Newton and Mac Jones battling it out. And so for Cam Newton, back in 2015, where he won the MVP, he threw 3,800 yards, 35 TDs, led his team to a 15 and one record. They did lose in the Super Bowl, but it was a great year. Um, and I mean, I think I think he still has some left in the tank for the Patriots. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with you there um, okay. because I do have a question for you, Caleb. So okay. are you a teacher? Yeah. Do you know how math works? Um, yeah, yep, I would say okay. so. Well, I don't think you do because 2015 was six years ago. Okay. And I don't know that it's fair <laughs> to bring things up that happened six years ago with Cam Newton because um, he hasn't been that great the past three seasons. And that's kind of, I think, what you have to go over. Um, and so, like, you can have your opinion, but it's not all that great of an opinion. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you do have a point. He, he definitely has – there's a lot of rumors that his arm is really weak these days. He, you know, just isn't the same Cam Newton of old. Um, but I definitely still think he has that veteran um, look – that the Patriots still have in him. I think he can, I still think he can bring a decent, uh, a decent amount of skill um, to the quarterback play for the Patriots. Uh, but Mac Jones, I mean, Mac Jones is a, a, a nice young kid who, you know, did some crazy stuff in college with through throwing over 4,100 yards, 41 TDs. Um, they got, the kid definitely has some talent. Yeah. I mean, Cam Newton, uh, he has terrible dreads. 
<laughs> um, and so I think that's a big part of it. But if you look back at last year's stats, he threw eight TDs and 10 interceptions with a QBR of 47. So Do like, you think he should start throwing with his left hand because his right arm is too weak? If he, they just start, if he just switches arms, maybe he'll get that strength back. Yeah, I mean, a bet, I think honestly what would work better for him is if he swapped his feet with his hands. <laughs> and so like he actually just did handstands and like threw it with his feet. That, like they make they make feet or they make hand cleats so like that would be a simple like right there we got that taken care of now he just has to practice like throwing a ball with his feet <laughs> i i think um yeah i i don't know it's gonna be interesting because i haven't actually i don't think they made a decision yet the patriots so it'll be kind of interesting to see or have yeah. they uh i don't i don't believe so not yet yeah mac jones um getting into him so my i have a whole conspiracy about this so like he's wearing number 10 Yep. And with that being said, the last QB to wear number 10 was Jimmy Garoppolo, and he got traded, obviously, um, to the yeah. 49ers. So I think, like, my tin hat is on. Um, I think Mac Jones did this on purpose because he's not happy with the signing, even though he is, and that he wants to get traded to the West Coast. And so I don't trust him. Um and so that's definitely my two right cents. Wow. Um, uh, I'm not too big into conspiracy theories, but I'll believe it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, to finish this one up, I, I, again, I think Mac Jones is a young kid uh, with some great potential. It'll be interesting to who actually wins the starting battle. Um, so moving on, Tim, let's get into our would-be named. And our would-be named team this uh, week is the, um, well, now the L.A. Rams. And fun fact about the L.A. Rams, they started back in Cleveland, Ohio in 1936 when they were called the Cleveland Rams. And one of their, like, staple, like, best players back in the day um, when this team started was Harry the Horse Mantos, also nicknamed the Toe uh, for his kicking ability. So this guy was just, like, everywhere. But I think... It should be when you, especially when you change cities, but like when you are looking for a team name, you've got to do some history into your team. And I think the LA um, Rams should definitely be called um, the LA Toes or the LA Horses. And my final vote goes to the LA Toes. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. How big was his, like, do we know how big his toe was? I mean, Forget rumor it. has it, it was massive. Okay. Massive. Like... Again, I'm not big into conspiracy theories, but I'll believe it. Okay, me too. Like, are we talking massive, like a big toe, or like the size of a car? Probably in between somewhere. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, the LA toes would be funny. Um, mine is the LA Rams. Um, they would be called the LA Burgers. Okay. Um, and I think a mandatory name change needs to happen when they move cities. And obviously, the they have they were the LA Rams. Like, I think back in. Uh, early 1980s right uh, they moved so. to st louis in like 86 yep. or something so they were the la rams before but like dang like you gotta change your name and so in and out burger started in la okay. and so i think that's why they should be named the la burgers is because in and out burger is such a staple of like you oh, know cool. just like ama- an amazing one. fast food yeah. joint um Plus, it would be hilarious to hear, like, Chris Collinsworth say, now here's a meaty guy who adds a lot to the offensive line for the Burgers. <laughs> I think, like, I, I can't get enough of now here's a guy. So if you were to say, now here's a guy, and then end it with Burgers, <laughs> it would be so funny to me. So I think 
the LA Rams would be best fit to have the name LA Burgers. I love it. <laughs> so, and keep in mind, folks, like all of these would be named when uh, in the season, as soon as they get a name, we're going to be calling them this. Um, so that was interesting. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to, me and Caleb will talk on which one we're going to call them. And then we're going to call them that for the rest of the season. So like, yep. yeah, so that'll be kind of fun. So, our goat of the week, as you guys know, greatest of all time of the week, me and Caleb are going through this series. We go over this um, every week. And so my goat of the week is a Buick LeSabre. I think that's how you say it, right? Isn't it LeSabre? So. Yeah. LeSabre. Um, Whatever you fancy. say right now is going to change history, and everyone's going to say it the same way ever like, from now on. That's a fact. LeSabre. Yep. So... You eat La Sabre. Um, And so little did you guys know and little did I know that they're strong enough to hold a cow in the back seat. And and there's proof. Um, That's not that marketing. That's just real life. Um, And that's the best kind of marketing um, is that people don't even know it's marketing. But anyway, um, so this person was driving a Buick La Sabre to a McDonald's drive-thru. And this person videoed. (laughs) When she was in the drive-thru, there was a, a real cow in the backseat. It may have been a, well, it was a calf, but like it was a cow, a live cow in Wisconsin, in northern Wisconsin. And it begs the question, like, well, first of all, goat status for like being able to carry a cow and having a cow as your friend. Yeah. But also, <laughs> is this person giving the cow a real life nightmare of like, you know, seeing McDonald's? Now, obviously, we all know McDonald's actually isn't serving actual meat or (laughs) or is she actually he whatever the driver was, are they actually dropping the cow off? So is this McDonald's saying, hey, here's proof. No, we do actually serve real beef. Mm. So but anyway, it's a hilarious video. I laughed so hard when I saw it. It will be up on our Twitter. Um, Yes here after the show so go like that video we'll first watch it like that video and give us a follow on our twitter um so my go to the week as some of you might know i'm a high school basketball coach and i'm just really proud of this kid uh spencer ash he's my go to the week for uh well he signed up to be a marine i think last year and he officially um was shipped out this last weekend and i just you know want to wish him the best of luck i'm super proud of him my prayers and thoughts are with him and his family and his fiance so that is my goat. Um, so yeah. Let's, shout, yeah. yeah, shout out Spencer and also shout out everyone that's serving in, a, in the military right now. Um, thoughts and prayers to everyone because it is a crazy world. Um, yeah. And we can't be um, just our country is so thankful for all of you out there um, that are serving the country. Absolutely. Um, our vote of the week. So again, this is the worst of all time. Um, and mine is... Uh, us or the government, which I guess we are, no, we're not the government, but we're the people that makes the government. So technically I am the government. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's us. Um, the, the worst of all time is not having a fourth branch in the government. So obviously there's three, um, Caleb, executive, legislative, and judicial. Yes. Yep. I hope those are right. But anyway, I think <laughs> the fourth branch could be an actual branch that would hold Joe Biden up. <laughs> and so I think, I think it's kind of time now where we do create a fourth branch. Um, and then after he's done, 
um, you know, then we figure out if we need to keep it for the next president. But I think right now a fourth branch um, is needed to hold Joe Biden up. I love it. Great vote of the week there. Uh, my vote of the week is the crypto market. I don't really know uh, where Elon Musk has been, but I don't know why Dogecoin isn't up to like $10 already. Like, oh my gosh, a few tweets, yeah. dude. Like, come on, get on it. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. I mean, just send, I mean, everyone has a Twitter, right? Just send it a few tweets and uh, praise some Dogecoin and make everyone rich again. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about reviewing in the NFL. Should you be able to challenge certain things or everything in the NFL? Everything. Like, you need to be able to challenge everything. So here's kind of how I see that. Okay. okay. So um, I know me and you disagree on this, but Definitely. I think you should be able to review literally anything you want. Now, how I've, how I kind of draw it up is that you should be able to review literally a blown call. He missed it or okay. a, like they called something and they shouldn't have. I think you should be able to review that. But with that is they only, I think every NFL team, you only get one, um one review okay um if you win it then you get an additional one if you don't you get no more so like whether it's you do in the first half on a false start in the red zone whatever yeah great but you you lose it then you don't get another one um and so that's what i think and the reason i have that is because um drew Brees was robbed from another super bowl appearance um in Mm. 2019 or whenever that was because of a blown call human error that was the worst blown call of all time now i kind of think that maybe it was meant to be um a little payback for bounty gate um, and sean payton in 2012 (laughs) but that's kind of my two cents um and i really think it would be important to actually start doing this interesting yeah i'm definitely gonna have to agree with you although that's an interesting take um and i could get behind it if you paid me like a couple million dollars like a year I, or like a one-time thing, million dollars. I was thinking monthly, but we can discuss the monthly million later. dollars. <laughs> um, I, I think instant replay has almost um, ruined the game. Not that like yes, it's definitely brought us um, some great things within sports, but I think I think instant replay. It, well, first of all, I think it slows down the game. I think sports need to have that um, human air aspect to it because we're all, we're all human out there. Like, why are we going to start having a robot tell us whether what's right and what's wrong? I like, and I don't see referees going back to a monitor, looking at some play and being like, Oh, I made the wrong call. Let me tell everybody that I suck. Like, no, the ref's going to stick with his call, no matter what he like, no matter how the coach challenges it. Um, I just don't see refs doing that. And I just, I would personally like, less reviewing and less challenging in the NFL. So, yeah, and I get that. And that makes sense. But like, it also goes back to like the the problem is that when you, a a multi-billion dollar industry and when a blown call like that one specifically, or the fail Mary in 2015 with the Packers of, well, that's like a different story. Like they obviously like didn't want the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Um, But anyway, like, yeah, classic. It's not, it's proven. It's proven fact. Um, but anyway, like that's the problem that I see it is that kind of thing can't happen. I also think that we should insert like mob rule mm. over these kind of things is that um, <laughs> when <laughs> so when that a, a, a call gets so bad and like they review it and like you're saying, they the refs are like, no, like we're not changing our minds on this. Then mob rule after they do that, us as fans 
we Ooh. can do what we want with the rep. What do we like send in a text or something like this is this way? I don't know exactly how it would look, but I would think that the mob rule would be the best um, way to solve these problems to let us speak, let the people speak. Um, and so what that is, I'm not totally sure, but I'll figure something out for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, You're well, okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Random yeah. sports stuff that's happening throughout the week. Uh, we're not going to touch on everything, just some stuff that, um, you know, stood out to us. And I want to give a shout out to Philip Rivers for winning his first high school football game as a head coach. I don't want to like start any rumors here, but I also want to be the first one to say it. <laughs> I think he's going to be the next like, goat of all time as a coach. He's just going to just run through high school uh, sports. He's just going to dominate and he's going to slowly move up and in the, he'll be in the NFL, you know, in five to 10, 15, 20 years, whenever the time happens, I was the first one to say it. I called it. Yeah, you did. And I think his first game, he won like 49 to zero. Yeah, which is just outrageous. Exactly. So, so funny. I mean, goat. Are we talking goat? I'm thinking we're talking a goat. Yeah, no, I think I'm we're talking. The, we're talking about the goat as well. 49 knows like that's the exact opposite of him in the playoffs. <laughs> so that's funny. It'll be it'll be fun to see. Like I saw the inner. He was like so psyched for the kids, and he was he just was. so so happy to be the coach. And he was like, "This is already in my like like top ten memories of football." Yeah, he's with this that, whole NFL career. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty sweet. He's a really awesome guy. He is. Um, so, go ahead. Sorry. I, yes. I'm going to actually talk about the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles because they they uh, they snapped a 19 game losing streak um, with a massive win over the Angels. Um, and for a team to um, go, I don't know how you even keep your mind after losing 19 straight. But props to them. That's pretty big. So, good job, Orioles. Dude. When we get to baseball and our would-be name, this is going to be such an easy one, Baltimore Baltimore Oreos. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, for real my uh, world's goatiest person ever just went to the Eagles, um, Gardner Minshew. Um, he has his perfect mustache. I wish I could grow a mustache as good as him. I wish I could have a mullet. I'm bald, so I can't do that. But <laughs> in my biggest dream ever, I look like Gardner Minshew. Um, oh, okay. But it will actually be kind of – because obviously – He's a he's an extremely elite quarterback, um, so it'll be curious to see what happens um, with him and Jalen Hurts in in yeah. Uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, well, I, I hope the best for Gardner. He's actually pretty dope. Um, and my last shout out is to my father in law, Bobby B. He just took the uh, family. Bobby B. Seat. Is that <laughs> what his high school coach calls him? So that's gonna be. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, awesome. <laughs> So shout out to Bobby B for taking the fam to go see the Harlem Globetrotters today. It was a really cool experience. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to give my good old father-in-law Bobby B a shout out. Bobby B. So <laughs> do they do they still do the Harlem Shake or no? Um, I don't think so. I don't think that was that. The Harlem Globetrotters didn't start that too. <laughs> no, I know, but like they okay. should. Harlem is in their names. So okay, like, yep. They should right. have to do the Harlem Shake. Like that's the thing that's timeless for them. Like they do it every game. Yeah, and it's, even it's though different. they didn't invent it. Yeah. Okay, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Was that like a six-foot-five dude against like a three-foot dude for the tip-off? Yeah, the tip-off was – yeah, it was – What actually was it? Do you know? Like, no, yeah. Like the, the guy height. was like three foot and the other guy was like – yeah, he was like six-five. It uh. was pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great tip-off. Great yeah. opening scene. That's no, amazing. It was, a, it was a really cool experience. Yeah. Um, so our – um. We're going to wrap things up here. Um, as you guys know, we're doing a life hack of the week. We're doing this to help change your lives. 
we're doing this to bless you. So we think of um, things that are very outside the box um, and just ways to help you. And so Mm -hmm. this goes back to like, this is um, everyone has great value frozen vegetables that you bought at Walmart at one time. Yeah, everybody does. So kind of what we we do this all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, if your ice maker doesn't work and you run out of ice, um, or you just don't have enough ice. You just use frozen vegetables. Yeah, just start so, dumping them in your cup. <laughs> yeah, so like if you're going to make frozen coffee, this is probably the best way, or iced coffee, excuse me, this is probably the best way to cool down your um, iced coffee. It gives that more healthy drink. Um, you're having your greens and your oranges um, in your coffee. And so like everyone runs out of ice, you know, and so in a pinch, we all have those frozen vegetables we'll never actually use in our freezer. And mm-hmm. so just keep that in mind, guys. Very useful. <laughs> wow. Uh, thank you again, Tim, for the amazing life hack. Yeah. Um, well, guys, we appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the Third Stream Goats. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Bye, guys. Thank you.